The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Sports Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericasports.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to Loving That Sports Talk with your host, James Loving. If you're looking for a fast-paced show that covers football and so much more, this is the place to be. Now, here's your host, formerly of the Philadelphia Eagles, James Loving. This is James Loving, your host for Loving That Sports Talk. And like we say, this is the start of a new year. We're going to have a great show shows this year. Uh, we're going to do things a lot different. We're going to take... Uh, actually, we're going to do a lot of um, calls. We're going to do questions, um, sports quiz questions, which will be good. We can see how many people out there know a little bit more about sports than me. I'm sure that's be a lot of people, but, hey, worth a try. Um, we're going to have a lot of great guests this year. Uh, it's going to be a great show. We'll talk about uh, actually about time. We, we get a little playoff in the NFL. Then we'll start up with basketball. Then we'll kick in with golf. Got to get a little golf in. Um, baseball will be starting up, so it's going to be a great year to start the show this year. Um, I actually want to start off with, you know, a little uh, NFL playoff. It was a great, great week last week. You know, a lot of teams a little upset, you know, a little upset that my um, Eagles didn't make it into the second round. But um, actually, if you look at these um, games, you know, um, I tell everybody that the start of a new year, I mean, the start of the playoff, it's a different Different worlds, you know. Everybody thinks that because they beat them in the regular season that um, it's a different game when it's in the playoffs. You know, teams know, you know, if win or either go home. A lot of the players don't want to go home. They set their sights to this time of year. So i uh, start off, like I say, with my Eagles with um, New Orleans. I've uh, got a lot of emails and questions on um that I'd like to read one of them while I'm here. You know, um do I think um, the Eagles will keep Michael Vick next year? Well, I don't really think so. You know, I think um, Nick Foles played really, really well. Um, I, don't, I don't see no need to keep him around. You know, he don't want to be a backup. So what the Eagles need to do is go out and get some older guy, you know, veteran to be the backup to know his backup role. So that'll work out. But I'd like to start off with uh, my guest that um, came on the show um this gentleman, you know, um, the guest on my show today is um, not only a, a teammate, but a friend. Um, came, he was a little younger than us, but I looked at it as um, he looked at the older guys, and he, um, man, he became to be the best at what he can do, not only on the field, but off the field. I'm proud to be not only a friend of his and a teammate, but just somebody to know the work ethic he put in. Uh, I'd like to introduce my guest, former NFL player, Ryan Yarbrough. You there, Ralph? You got Ryan? I'm here, my brother. I appreciate all the kind words. Thank you very much. Uh, for the listener, Ralph, um, start off telling them where you played high school, where you from, and college, and then what um, team that you was drafted in when you played in the NFL. 
Okay, uh, you're taking me way back. Let me see if I can remember that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I'm I'm from I'm from the Chicago suburbs, south suburbs of Chicago, um, Park Forest, Illinois. And uh, the high school I went to is called Rich East High School, and that's where I uh, initially got on the map, and I was recruited um, by Wyoming. And then got a scholarship out there, so I went out there. And like you were saying, part of my reason of going to Wyoming was because of the pipeline that they had with the Chicago and the Chicago land area. Because, um, like, even with, I mean, there was uh, Sean Wiggins, there was my big brother, and then you were Sean Wiggins' big brother. So it was just a pipeline that went on. So it was a natural fit for me. And plus, by me being a receiver. The uh, Wyoming Cowboys had a great tradition of uh, putting out receivers. So, therefore, once I got there, I did a few things. Uh, like I said, y'all set, you set the bar for me, James Loving yourself personally, Sean Wiggins, and I just took it from there. So, I uh, set a couple of records, uh, school records, NCAA records, so on and so forth, and then I was drafted by the uh, by the New York Jets in the second round, and I played with the Jets for a couple of years, and then I got traded. And I also played for the uh, Baltimore Ravens for a couple of years as well. Well, yeah, um, it's funny because you were talking two days ago, me and Sean Williams was talking, and it just came up. It was like, wow, you still hold all the records at Wyoming, you know? Is that amazing? All the great guys. You got Malcolm Ford that played for the Chargers. I mean, you had, um, what's the other guy who went to Detroit when you was there? Job, I can't think of his name. Uh, Marcus Harris. Marcus, Marcus Harris. Harris. I mean, he fell in line after me, you know, so right. I just went on down the pipeline. He was a freshman when I was a senior, so he, he broke a couple of my records and, you know, and just the beautiful things. And, like, I'm going to tell you one record that I broke. Uh, he's still coaching, as far as I know, uh, the Indianapolis Colts. Um, he told me back in the 60s, he, he played Wyoming back in the 60s, and I, I'm sorry, I can't place his name right now, but he's been coaching with the coach for over 20 years. And That's I broke one of his records. And one thing, one thing that he told me was, you know, records are meant to be broke. And that's what I always used to tell the, uh, the reporters when they used to interview me about my records. And I was like, records are meant to be broke. I was just fortunate enough to be able to be out there on the field and not uh, and be injury free and just uh, continue to produce. All right, um, man, it's been like a pleasure to get you on the show. You know, I know I'm busy, but um, uh, we had a great talk last night. And the thing I want to start off with, um, you can help me out. You know, I was speaking to a friend of mine that she had a son that um, you know played baseball, good good grades. You know, go to school, no problems at all. And I was trying to, you know. Um, you know, talking with you, you know, we get the message out there. When I talk to younger kids, I try to tell them, you know, pick the school that you're going to play and then do it for a reason. You know what I'm saying? Like when I came up and I was playing, you know, everybody said, I'm not going to make it. You're not going to know. So that made me, you know, work harder to do it because nobody believed in you, you know. Do you agree with that, Yar? I totally agree. Uh, that's that's motivation it can it can go both ways. It can be motivation, it can be a motivational tool, and it can be a detrimental tool because obviously, you know, you were strong, you were a strong person and you persevered through all the naysayers. Me, on my particular half, 
my I mean my father played college football, my uncle played college football and they they supported me. All I had was support. And so therefore my motivation was not to prove them or anybody else wrong. My motivation was to get to the next level. Uh the reason why I continued to go out there and and, you know, God willing and God fortunate to break records was because all I had my vision on was going to the next level because my father wasn't able to go to the next level and my uncle wasn't able to go to the next level. So that was my motivation. But anybody that's out there listening and in, in, in the particular case that you're talking about, your buddy's son, yeah, that's definitely a motivational tool because when you don't have people behind you and it's something that you really, really believe in and something that you really, really want, it shouldn't be anything that'll be able to stop you. So that definitely is a motivational tool without question. Um, yeah, can you um, talk a little bit more about, like, uh, say, like, something happened, like, uh, like you get an injury, you got to come back, or there's just something that makes you think that, you know, you can't continue on. What do you what do you think about to make you push on and say, hey, I, you know, I can come back, I can do this? It could be, like, getting a bad grade in school or something. What, what can be some of motivation that can push you to keep going on? Um, personally, it has to come from within, you know, because you can have somebody pushing you, pushing you, pushing you to do good, or you can have somebody once again, like we were saying, saying that you ain't, that you aren't going to do any good, that you are no good, but you have to have it internally and be able to focus on your goals and focus on where you're trying to go regardless of injuries, because once again, I mean, I have plenty of, I mean, football is a contact sport, so I have plenty of injuries where they just sat on the sideline like, no, nah, I'm not going to play, I'm not going to play. But once again, my motivation and my goal and my big prize was making it to the next level past college. So I had to get up off the training table. I had to go to the training table, you know, and get my treatment, but I also had to get up off of that training table and, and persevere through through my injuries, through my physical injuries. You, when you're coming up, I know you say your daddy, your uncle, but who did, who did you look up to and uh, somebody that worked hard and that, that you could say, hey, you know, I want to be like, you know, be, motivate you to work hard? Those two, those two right there. Uh, <laughs> I didn't, I mean, I liked and I, I stayed in contact with sports and I watched sports yeah. on TV and everything. Muhammad Ali, Sugar Ray, I looked up to those guys, but I didn't have to go very far. You know, past the home, you know, and past down the street because my uncle lived in the area as well. And those, those were the guys I looked up to. I used to look through their high school yearbooks, you know, I used to look at some of their college clippings and everything because those, those were the guys that I looked up to. Those were my role models because they were in the home, you know, more so than just ball. I seen my dad go to work every day. I seen my uncle go to work every day and they raised me and my cousin as well. So I, you know, I come from a different different background than, you know, than most people are used to or that most people try to put out there in society. I was raised by a father. I was raised by an uncle, you know, so I didn't have to go too far, go out in the streets or look at the TV or anything like that to find a role model because I've seen it every day. Yeah, but, um, I want you to think about it. We're going to take a break. But I want to um, ask you a question to think about it. When we come back for break, I'd like you to answer. But, you know, the um, person that I was talking about, um, she, she's a lady, 
and then, uh-huh. and the dad's not in his life, you know. So I want uh-huh. when you come back, I want you to kind of explain how can he could take another role to you know motivate himself, you know, and still know that you know he's still a man. I know it takes a lot of people say it takes a man to be in the home to raise a, a, a son, you know. And I like you to talk about that too, that how she can, you know, help him. You know what I mean, y'all? Absolutely. So what we do? We're gonna take a break. Miss James Loving with um, y'all, Ryan y'all online. You there, y'all? <laughs> All day, man. I'm here with you. We'll be right back. Your internet flagship station for sports, Voice America Sports. Want to experience football from the perspective of two former players who also have coaching experience? Tune in to Sports Info UM with Daryl Oliver and Sam Sword. We'll talk about the drafts, play-by-play, and even what's happening in the offseason. Daryl and Sam have the connections and the knowledge to bring you the inside stories of the game's past, present, and future. We'll cover the camps, on and off field, and everything else, football and beyond. Sports Info UM is heard Mondays at 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific on the Voice America Sports Channel. Follow the Voice America Talk Radio Network on Twitter. We're at Voice America TRN. You'll get the latest fix on what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and general happenings that you should know about at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Now you don't have to miss anything when you're away from your home or office. Just go to twitter.com forward slash Voice America TRN or follow along with us at Voice America TRN, the Voice America Talk Radio Network. We're on the cutting edge of social media. Can you keep up? If you think you've seen online TV before, let us surprise you. VoiceAmerica.tv is online now. The leader in live Internet talk radio has done it again. Multiple channels, a state-of-the-art viewing experience, live and on-demand programs streaming 24 hours a day. It's exactly what you want, when you want it. VoiceAmerica.tv. From health and wellness to business, sports, and everything in between. Discover our new world. Visit VoiceAmerica.tv now and experience the future of online television. VoiceAmerica.tv. The fans now have a voice to speak their mind. No holds barred. They need to bitch his ass and then move on. I just, I just think that the coach made a mistake. All crazy. <laughs> NFL, MLB, NBA, NHL. Speak up. Speak up. Or forever hold your mouth. We ain't playing around here. Voice America Sports. You're hooked up with Loving That Sports Talk. James Loving and his guests want to hear it from you. Call us at 1-888-346-9144. That's 888-346-9144. Or drop an email to lovingthatsportstalk at yahoo.com. Now, back to the show. This is James Loving, back with Loving That Sports Talk, and I have my guest, Ryan Yarbo. Y'all be there? Yes, sir. You didn't leave me, did you? I'm sorry? I said, you didn't leave me, did you? Oh, no, no. I'm right here, man. I'm on your coat there, man. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, when we, we, before break, I was playing to, you know, the young lady, you know, she was a kid. And, uh, what can you, advice can you give, you know, because you're the best person I thought of that can, you know, um, seeing that, you know, motivating you and you said you had your dad and your uncle. 
but he don't have his dad that, you know, helping and just her. What what advice can you give? Um, in that particular case, I would have to go to somebody in the, in the neighborhood because it takes, once again, it takes a village because even though I have my father and my uncle there, they were at work a lot and they usually didn't get home to after six o'clock. So I'm getting home around two o'clock. So I'm at my friend's and at my buddy's house because I'm the oldest of seven. So I, I mean, the village raised me up outside of the home as well. So in that particular case, I would advise uh, to find somebody in the neighborhood, uh, a reputable coach, uh, somebody that, that a positive role model. It doesn't necessarily even have to be in the home because once again, it's all about getting the end result. So if she could find somebody out there, a uh, neighborhood rec center, a uh, boys home, boy, I mean, boys and girls club, uh, anywhere out there, it can get handled because a lot of my buddies were in the particular case that we're speaking of as well, that their mom raised them, and they did an excellent job. Um, I believe, you know, that a man, once again, I believe that a man should raise a son, especially, you know, after after the uh, intermediate ages, uh, once he starts to become a teenager and everything, I'm, I definitely believe a man should be in the, in the young man's life, but that's not always the case. So that, was, that would be my advice. Try to find somebody in the neighborhood or it can be somebody from long distance, you know, with technology right now with Skype and everything and FaceTime, you know, somebody can talk to them and keep on them, you know, on a daily basis, on a weekly basis, however it may need be, and just give them some good advice in, in the right direction to go in. Yeah, and, and also, too, I want to put out there, too, that, you know, hats off to the mom because she's doing an excellent job of raising him, you know. That's, that's got to be hard. One of the hard things to do is raise a son that don't have it and then to keep him where, you know, he getting good grades, he ain't getting no trouble, so hats off to her, too, job, you know. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. Well, y'all, uh, man, it's, it's been good. You know, I, I want to pick your brains a little, you know. Uh, I want to start <laughs> off with, you know, you played with the Jets. You know, uh -huh. first I'd like to tell you, how was that um, when you was there? And the Jets are having a little problem now. You know, they you know seem like they can't get it right. What can turn a team that, um, that, can, that was great to be bad? And then, you know what I'm saying? Give yes. us your advice, yes, sir. Well, just like in, well, in baseball, they call it the farm system. But in football, you know, you come from college to the pros. And one particular team, or it's a couple of teams that's out there that they, they usually stay ahead of stay ahead of the other teams, and that's by investing into their, you know, into their young talent that they draft and everything, and being able to to raise them up. Because it's, if you want to look at the big scheme of things, it's, it's really hard. It's very few teams like Kansas City did this year. They were two and fourteen last year, and they turned it around. It was twelve and four, something like twelve and four this year. But that that's a rare case, right there. Usually, it's going to take a couple of years, just like any business, uh, to be able to see a profit or be able to see, you know, some some type of advance from from where you were at before. But to answer that question is, I mean, it starts upstairs, just like anything. If you have you have good management you'll pretty much have a good product that you're putting out on the field or out in the workplace. So that's where it starts at is the management and, you know, starting with the uh, with the young players that they bring in and that they draft. 
Well, you know, I, I think um, Keyshawn was there when you were there, right? Keyshawn Jeff? Yes. Mm-hmm. How was that? I mean, because when I was at the Eagles, you know, I looked up to Chris Carter and Mike Quick. Uh, how was that with Keyshawn when you were there? Did they take well, Keyshawn came in? in. The, year, the year that I left is the year that Keyshawn came in. So I knew Keyshawn personally uh, from college and when we were in the pros, but I never got a chance to buckle it up with him on game day. Okay. Uh, that? I mean, that some of the great, some, I'm going to tell you the most notoriety, most notable, not most notable, but the player that brought the most to a team or the receiver that I learned the most from was Art Monk, my rookie year. Art Monk, okay. okay. Yes. Mm-hmm. Hall of Fame, Art Monk. And, he, you know, he showed, he, he you know, he showed, he showed how to come in and work on a daily basis and focus on what you needed to do and not let, you know, all the outside obstacles and forces bother you, you know, and pull you down. And that's what I learned from him. Just go in, handle your business, and everything else take care of itself. Well, I went a little bit too fast. But I want you to tell how was that on draft day because, you know, I wasn't forced to, Mike, uh, to be drafted. And you were, mm-hmm. you know, you had great, man, you, you were good, y'all. <laughs> how, how was that just sitting around and, you know, you see everybody, like, wait for draft day. How How is that, that feeling? Oh, man. I tell you, just like I'm telling you, and I've told plenty of people before, that was, that particular part of my life was one of the most hectic times <laughs> in my life because, it's like it's like a job interview, you know. Leading up to it, you uh, you had a combine. You always have somebody watching you every step, and it's like everyone out there doesn't necessarily necessarily know what you're going through or the process of being drafted. But once you get drafted, it's like you know you blow a big elephant off your back and you can breathe again. You know, but it's it's a beautiful thing because, like I said, I had a lot of support. I had a lot of family support, and I'm the oldest of seven. So it's like, you know, you got little brothers running around asking you when you're going to get drafted, this, that, and the third. You know, and like, I don't know. I wish I could tell you. You know, the best thing is to go ahead and get drafted first. <laughs> first, you know, so you don't have to worry and wait around for all that stuff. But it was, it was uh, to be honest with you, it was kind of hectic, but it was relieving, you know, when it was all said and done because – like I said, you're fortunate to be able to be drafted, to be part of the 1% of the population, to, to even, you know, play professional football. So, like I said, I'm always have been very humble and very grateful and very fortunate for that. Yeah, take us back to, uh, let's go back to high school. Tell us your best mm-hmm. game, the most notable game that you had. You said go back, uh, what happened in high school, I'm sorry. Give, take us back and give us one notable game that you had that you you know you can remember that something happened good or something that happened that you wish you could do over something in high school in the game oh wow high school high school man because i only played I technically i only played years ago yeah no no technically i only played one year of high school which was my senior year okay and i had i had a lot of i had a lot of other guys you know they they got they got scholarships as well because I had four guys that got division one scholarships on my team as well and it was it was one particular game our rival rich south that that we actually lost to because both our schools are on stock trail and we call it the stock trail super Bowl and they got us twenty one to twenty but it was a game that went down to the wire and 
I had, you know, I had over 100 yards, a couple of touchdowns. But it's just the atmosphere, you know, and it's just something that you still talk about to this day because they can always say they have the bragging rights, but I had the individual rights that game. You know, it was just just the atmosphere. You know how high school is, Friday night under the lights, man. And this beautiful thing, classic, classic game. Well, take us to uh, Wyoming. There was one game in Wyoming. Oh, one game, one game in Wyoming. That's gonna be hard enough. But the first one that's on <laughs> <to> my mind <laughs> is, is my first touchdown that I scored. It was an eighty-yarder, and it gave us the. Uh, well, it came down to be the game-winning touchdown. Okay, uh, Mark McGuire uh, that played for uh, played for the St. Louis Cardinals. He had a brother named Dan McGuire, and yeah, they were they were real tough. San Diego State was real tough. It was at Wyoming, Laramie War Memorial Stadium. And they came back and they scored. Okay, but they went for two. And when I scored it made it fifty two forty five, they scored and it was fifty two fifty one. They went for the two point conversion and they you know, they they missed it. And then ever since then, you know, it was like no looking back, you know. Right. No looking back. Mhm. All right, let's go to Jeff. What was the one you remember? Once again, the first. It's always the first, like your first child. You know, yeah. you always remember that. And uh, I was out, scored my first touchdown in um, in Minnesota. And at that particular time, my rookie year, we were rolling, we were rolling pretty tough, man, pretty tough. And that's that's when I like a game or two after that. That's when I really got introduced to the NFL because we lost our last, we were tied for first place and we lost our last six games after that and they canned uh, Pete Carroll. You know, I thought they got rid of him a little too early. He was a rookie coach and, you know, some, like some of the guys folded in, you know, folded in the tent, you know, and it's like, they, I, I felt they went went out kind of bad on, uh, on Pete Carroll. You know, but that was, yeah, absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. But uh, yeah, that first that first touchdown, man. You know, your first, you know, first hundred yard game, first first stuff like that is what you remember off the top. Right, right. Well, y'all, this is what we're gonna do. We gotta take another break. We come back. We're gonna get uh, we're gonna tell the NFL what you think. Uh, what team's gonna uh, come out to be? Um, who will say Super Bowl? And then after we get done that, we have another. Then we will let you talk about what the great things you do in the community and what you. You got going that's mad, so it's fabulous, you know, to see what you're doing and to give back, you know. So uh, yes, sir. we'll come back. We got Ryan Yard. We're going to get his picks on who you think will be a Super Bowl. Everybody listen, get your best out and win that money, right, uh-huh. Yard? <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> <laughs> this is Jay Lovey and Ryan Yard, y'all. But you're Ryan Yard, bro, and we'll be right back with Love It Up Sports Talk. Internet flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports. Tune in to the Voice America Variety Channel on the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Voice America Variety broadcasts a diverse array of topics, reaching a global community. Our experts come from all walks of life, and the topics they discuss are everything from current events, arts and entertainment, leadership, 
parenting, relationships, self-improvement, career advice, and a variety of other topics. Check us out today. You're sure to find something of interest. Voice America Variety. Talk on today's hot topics. Are you a real sports fan? Get ready to talk football and anything else sports with Kwame Lasseter. Formerly with the Arizona Cardinals, San Diego Chargers, and St. Louis Rams, Kwame's got the experience. So he's prepared to talk sports with you every week on Kwame Lasseter's Sports Talk. It's on the Voice America Sports Network every Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, and Friday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time, 12 noon Eastern Time. Get ready for an unpredictable, fun, and sometimes sarcastic look at the world of sports. That's Kwame Lasseter's Sports Talk on the Voice America Sports Network. Save on your prescriptions with the RX Savings Plus drug discount card offered by Voice America. It is not insurance and discounts are only available from participating pharmacies, but 9 out of 10 pharmacies participate nationwide. Everyone is eligible for RX Savings Plus. There's no age or income restrictions and no paperwork. Simply print a card and start saving on your prescriptions. Start saving today. Enroll and print your free card online at voiceamerica.rxsavingsplus.com or text the word talk radio to 96 Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash World Talk Radio. You're hooked up with Loving That Sports Talk. James Loving and his guests want to hear it from you. Call us at 1-888-346-9144. That's 888-346-9144. Or drop an email to lovingthatsportstalk at yahoo.com. Now, back to the show. This is James Loving back with my guest from NFL player Ryan Yarbrough. Yarbrough, you're with me, right? Yes, sir. Let's do this thing. Let's do it. Let's do it. Yes. Well, you have um, all the guys, all the listeners out there got their pens and pencil ready, and they called up the people who are going to put the best in, you know. Let's start <laughs> off. Uh, <laughs> you give them, you're making that money for them, you yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Well, let's start off um, this week, Saturday's game. We got, um, uh, who we got on Saturday? I think we got Indianapolis playing the Patriots. The Patriots. Who you got in that yeah. one, you I have to go with the Wiley vet. I have to go with Tom Brady and Bill Belichick on that one. Why is come that? up with something. Uh, because they've been there before. Not only because they've been there before, but right now they, they've been rolling pretty tough, just like uh, Indianapolis came off a big game, big comeback win, and it's going to be real hard for them if they come, come out like they did uh, as far as coming back against New England. But, Bill Belichick gonna have a scheme for uh, for Andrew Luck. I think Andrew Luck's already turning it in. He he knows how Bill Belichick confuses him out there a lot. Right? Do you think um, being in the playoff, having that experience, is a big part? Oh, absolutely, man, absolutely. That's just like um, somebody never never being never being to the next level before. You know, just being uh, a street a street baller, you know, and then, okay, when the lights are on and the camera's on, 
you know, it's it's a whole a whole totally different subject, you know, a whole totally different situation. So I I think that definitely plays a big part of the experience. Okay, and then we got uh I think it's New Orleans and Carolina. New Orleans and Carolina. Carolina. Uh, I actually won on New Orleans last week, but I'm going with my buddy Cam. Cam. I'm 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 a big big fan of Cam and uh I think I think they're gonna go all the way, truthfully. So if if, if I don't mean I don't mean to answer that question for you this quick, but that's that's who I have. I have Carolina and Cam. I'm rolling with them. Well well yeah, let's talk about that one. Don't you think uh-huh. I mean, it's good, Cam? I mean, Carolina got this season, but I don't think they're really ready. You know how it takes mm-hmm. a couple of years once you get that year where you do good. The, the continuous, I think they, I mean, having a great year, but they just something they missed it, maybe one or two players. You don't think so? Yeah, yeah. Well, I, I can agree with that. I can agree. But for the scheme, for the offensive scheme that they have, I think that, that everything is beautiful because, Right now, it's not about it's about riding your horses, okay. And even though Steve Smith, you know, is a, is a smaller stature guy, he's somebody that you can ride. And they also have good good running back play. And on top of that, you know, like I said, Cam is my guy. Now on the defensive side, they they're pretty awesome. You know, they're pretty solid across the board on defense. So they're just a steady, you know, a steady team that doesn't doesn't make a whole lot of mistakes, and they're not depending on one particular aspect of the game, offense, defense, special team, or anything like that. They have a pretty sound team all the way around the board. Yeah, I think, but I just still think they're young this year. I like what they're doing. Who are you going with? You know, um, I, like, I like New England, like you, because just Tom, you know, he's been there. He know how to win, and I just think um, in the absolute, he's here to prove it. And it's going to be maybe another two years. You can see them, you know, just really take over that division. But um, I just don't think New Orleans. I think uh, I'm a little upset with you that you wait picking New Orleans over Philly last week. Uh, <laughs> 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 but um, I, I think New Orleans. I think Drew Brees is just going to get hot. And, I mean, they got a great all-around team, New Orleans. I mean, you know, they can score at will. You know, and I Absolutely. think the cool elements of Philly slowed the scoring down there, but you can get to Carolina and you let Drew Brees, you know, you got Graham, you got um, Colson, you got, you know, I mean, you got yeah. running back. Yeah. yeah, that's tough now. You look at it, I mean, it's the cream of the crop, you know, so it's only, what, eight teams left? So right. that's eight out of 32. So that's 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 pretty good. Everybody right about now is a toss-up. All right, let's go with Sunday. We got um, the big game where everybody talk about 49ers. And Seattle, who, who you got, y'all? Pete Carroll is my guy. San Fran, I like, I like Jim Harbaugh, too. But I, I'm going with Seattle for the home field, one. And then, two, I'm, I really can't roll with San Fran right now because the Packers, the Packers are my team. Even though I'm from here, from Chicago, I hear it all the time. But the Packers is my team. And, and San Fran, I ugh. Even though I know some kickers, I can't stand seeing the game end like that or on a, on a, on a kick. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, you. I got to disagree with you on that. I think San Fran's on a little, you know, all it is is I think, I don't know if you agree this, but whoever gets hot in the, in the last part of the season in the NFL, you know, yeah. it could be yeah. a team that you're like, oh, they'll never win, but if they're hot, 
Hey, well, I think San Francisco is hot right now. You don't think so? I agree. I agree. They are hot. I believe what they won like the last six games leading leading up into the season. Yeah, I believe that they hot, man. But like I said, once again, Pete Carroll is a defensive guy, and he's gonna have something for Kaepernick. He's not gonna be able to roll out that pocket and and get away with some of the stuff that he's been getting away with against Green Bay. Wow, man! I'm listening to lose money this week. That's what you got. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we got the other game. If you know anything about me, yeah. If you know anything about me, you know I'm unconventional, man. So yeah. Yeah, you know. <laughs> <laughs> well, y'all, we got the big game where everybody's saying um, Denver's just going to blow through everybody in the season, and Denver lost some games. Uh, they playing mm-hmm. San Diego. San Diego beat them before. What you got, y'all? Once again, yeah, once again, San Diego's hot. You know, San Diego gave Denver their only home loss this year. So, I mean, it, you could say, okay, that was regular season, uh, it's playoffs. You know, like, you just can't turn the switch on and off all the time like that. So, to say all that, I'm still going with Denver this particular game because I don't believe that that, uh, that San Diego has the firepower to be able to match what Denver has. And Denver has a pretty, you know, they have a pretty solid defense as well. So I'm I'm rolling with Denver on that. Hey, yeah, uh, take us on the list of other. Take us inside of a, um, a game that you've already played. You know what? What's the you do? You know what? What you do to prepare? You know, let's, you know what I'm saying. Like, I know, like before you have meeting before the game, eat breakfast. Take us through that. You know, you sit in that locker room mm-hmm. waiting the game. Go out there. Take us through that. Well, you do your first time going on that field. Oh well, it's it's a process, man. Where once again, you have to you have to be really mentally focused because it's not like high school or college or anything like that. You 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 know you. Each each and every level you go on, you're more on your own. So you have a lot of time in between. Okay, you get up, all right, game day. Get up, go to breakfast. Uh, you have meetings. Then you have to go see you go see a trainer or whatever, or you can go back to your hotel room. Okay, and then they usually have a couple of buses. Uh, one for like specialty players, people that want to get over there a little earlier. Then they have a team bus. So. What you usually want to do, you want to try to get over there a little earlier, you know, so you can check out the field conditions and, you know, get used to, you know, used to what's going on, locker room, everything, you know, because sometimes, as you know as well, sometimes you can be in the, in the locker room that's not conducive to, you know, to, to relax, you know, so you have to be over there and you have to go through a few things, but the the mentality is, okay, we might not play to, three o'clock in the afternoon, but you may be over there at the field uh, by 11 o'clock or something like that. After meetings and after breakfast, you go over there. So you're just walking around, just getting your mind right for a long, you know, for a while. And then, then it comes, comes to the game time, you know, because when everybody gets over there, then you go out there on the field as a team or as a specialist first, go out there on the team, come back in the locker room, coach talk to you. And then it's it's time to go out there and and, and get it done. I know when um uh, tell us how this was when I came out. You like you say you take the first bus over, and when you're out there, you just on the field or you just playing maybe about ten people in the stand. Like say you go mm-hmm. back, you know, about like come back out. Next, you know, the whole stand is filled. You know, yes. just that <laughs> that feeling, right, y'all? Yes, yes, yes. 
And, and people always, that's that's a common question that people usually ask, like, how can you concentrate or how do you do that, you know, in front of 50, 70,000, 100,000 people? And it's like, once again, you, you, I've, I've said this a few times, is the focus, you know, you're not focused on the stands, you're not focused on everything else. You focused on what you need to do on that field because, once again, like I said, it's a contact sport. And one one thing that one of my most influential coaches used to always say, he said, you got to keep that head on the swivel. You know what I mean? <laughs> because it's, it's people out here getting paid to knock your head off just like it, just like you getting paid to get in that end zone. You know, mm-hmm. so it's it's all about it's all about the focus, man. You know, you got to focus out there on that field because if you're not doing your job, even though it's 11 people out there, you're affecting, you know, affecting the whole team if you're not doing your job. Who you feel like? Who you got? San Diego, Denver. <laughs> that money, y'all. Make that money. Who we got? <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> yes, sir. Who you got? To San Diego, Denver. Who's gonna oh, win? I have Denver. 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 You got Denver. You a Peyton Manning fan, or you just? Um, uh, yeah, I, I appreciate. I mean, I don't see how you cannot appreciate what he does, but I'm a Peyton Manning fan, but I'm also a Denver fan and, and what they're doing. You know, they set a record this year, not just with Peyton passing for the 50-plus uh, 50 touchdowns and over 5,000 yards, but they have four receivers that have caught at least 10 touchdowns. So when you're doing that and when that's happening, that keeps everybody happy. Right. You know, so everybody's going to go out and be like, okay, I'm going to make an extra block or I'm going to run my route a little harder even though I may not get the ball because I know eventually I'm going to get the ball. You know, I'm just not out here just being out here. Yeah, definitely. Well, yeah, we're going to take our last break. When we come back, um, we're going to hear what your picks are, who, gonna, who you think be in the Super Bowl, and who you think will win, whoever your picks are. And then we're going to let the listeners, um, I've been waiting for this, you know, part, you know, talk about what you're doing and what you got going on and how they can get in contact with you and, you know, everything that you're doing good, y'all. So what we're going to do is take another break, and we'll come back. we got Ryan Yarbrough and Dane Flo. We'll be right back. Your internet flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports. Okay, sports fans, here's your opportunity to discuss football, America's favorite sport. On an annual basis, millions of people attend, watch, and listen to football, both pro and college. Ray Ellis Sports, an internet talk radio show, was developed with the fan in mind. Join host, former Philadelphia Eagles and Cleveland Browns strong safety, Ray Ellis, on Voice America Sports every Tuesday at 1 p.m. Pacific for exciting, interactive football discussions from the fans' perspective. Tune in every Tuesday at at 1 p.m. Pacific to Ray Ellis Sports right here on the Voice America Network and let's talk football. Looking for the best show about horse racing and handicapping? Want to play the ponies? Join us every week for Winning Ponies with John Englehart, racing's regular guy, where you'll go inside and behind the scenes with the top jockeys, trainers, agents, and handicappers in the world of horse racing. This show is the perfect complement to the Winning Ponies handicapping website. Listen for top plays for the weekend and the spot play of the week and win prizes just for calling in. Winning Ponies with John Englehart is live Thursdays at 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific on the Voice America Sports Network. 
your internet flagship station for sports, Voice America Sports. You're hooked up with Loving That Sports Talk. James Loving and his guests want to hear it from you. Call us at 1-888-346-9144. That's 888-346-9144. Or drop an email to lovingthatsportstalk at yahoo.com. Now, back to the show. This is James Love with Loving That Sports Talk and my guest from NFL player Ryan Yarbrough. Well, Yab, you know, um, first one start with uh, you guys got beat up with the weather in Chicago. What's up with that, Yab? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm out here dealing with the elements now. That's one thing I learned about being from Chicago. It's like, hey, when it's cold out or when it's hot out or whatever, you got to deal with it because I'm not the type of person that can be in the house for two or three days in a row, you know, letting the weather get the best of it, you know. But as you know and as I know, Wyoming is the worst weapon that I particularly been in. You know, so this, yeah. this is nothing. I, I can deal with it. Yeah, I remember back in my, my junior year, man. It was snowing in June in Wyoming. I'm like, what is this? Yes, yes, yes. yes. People don't believe that, but it's definitely true. Well, y'all, real quick, I wanted to you know get to Super Bowl pick, but I, I I forgot to ask you this. Um, you know, my brother and everybody back there are Bears fan. What happened to the Bears? I mean, they paid Cutler of this money. Did you have that? <laughs> oh, man, I wish some of my guys could hear me talk about the Bears right now because, as I said, I'm, my my favorite team is the Packers, okay? Mm-hmm. And watching that last game with the Bears and the Patrick, Packers was, oh, man, it was a beautiful thing when Kyle scored that touchdown, but yeah. To, a- to answer your question about the Bears, man, it's it's like they traded the offense for the defense, and right. the offense the offense did very well. They were exciting to watch, you know. But that defense this particular year, you know, I know they had a couple of injuries, but they need to get that defensive scheme um, back to order, you know. And that's that's what it comes down to. Even though I'm an offensive guy, I know that for a fact. You have to have some type of defense in the NFL, you know, to take you over the top. Mm. Would you pay Cutler that money? Uh, me personally, no. Mm. Not, no, not at all. Not at all. I would have gave a little bit of that money to McNow because, you know, I mean, just being a quarterback, well, regardless of who you are, that's that's one of the most precious positions in the game because you can see, once again, I refer back to the Packers, what happened to the Packers when Aaron Rodgers went down. So you have to have a good backup. You have to, you know, keep a good backup around. And, I mean, I, I wouldn't invest all of my money into one particular person like that. It's like the Cowboys. Who you are? Who you got in the Super Bowl and who you got winning? All right. Who I have in the Super Bowl from the NFC? I have my, my buddy Cam Newton taking the Carolina Panthers there. And on the AFC, it's a kind of tough one because it's gonna, I believe it's going to come down to Tom Brady and and Peyton Manning. But I think that Denver has a little too much firepower this year. So I have to say Carolina and the Broncos. And once again, I'm I'm making a personal pick here, but I'm I'm just going out on the limb. I'm saying the, the Panthers over the uh, over the Broncos in the Super Bowl. 
I guess nobody will win no money this year for two. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, nobody can win no money. Yeah, we got to do next year. Yeah. <laughs> yes, uh, yeah, yeah, that's good. Well, yeah, uh, hey, this is, this is it, man. I, I've been waiting for this. Tell all the listeners what you're doing, what you got going on, and where's it at, and everything. The whole nine. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Well, personally, like right now, you know, like I was, uh, I'm out in the field. I work in the field. I work with real estate. I also do home inspections. You know, it all ties in to each other, and that's that's primarily what I do. Outside of, I run camps. I do speed and agility camps with the youth because I'm very involved with the youth in the area and the community that I'm from. So I, I deal with the kids. Uh, the young ladies and the young males uh, doesn't depend on the sport because speed and agility, you know, is an umbrella over everything. But for the pers- on the personal side, with the kids that need uh, some some personal guidance, I work with you know by me being the receiver. The only that's the only position that I played growing up. I, I like my like my receiver camp that I have. It's like the quarterback camp. It's gonna we're gonna put it out there and it's gonna get out there across the nation here over the next couple of years. But that's primarily what I do besides being a full-time father as well. That passed on down to me, you know, from, from my dad. You know, yeah. I, have four, I have four children that I raised, and, you know, that's, that's a beautiful thing. That's really the most fulfilling thing to me besides everything else because with the ball, I can do that in my sleep. With, uh, with the real estate and the home inspections, that's, that's a beautiful thing, you know, on the, on the money side. But the most fulfilling thing to me is being a father and also, you know, dealing in the community for kids, with kids that don't necessarily have father figures. Or, you know, even even if your father is at home, you still may not have a relationship with him also. So I try to get through to the kids because I understand that language as well. By me being the oldest of seven, my two youngest brothers, I'm old enough to be their father too. So that's, that's what I'm doing. I'm on... Uh, I'm on Twitter. I'm on. Um, I'm on Facebook. You know, I'm on all the social media. I'm on Facebook under my name Ryan Yarborough. Uh, Twitter, I'm at Yarborough sixteen, and that's spelled Y A R. B is in boy R O, and the number one six. Same address for um, for Instagram. I'm on Instagram as well, but I don't. By you knowing me personally as well, I'm, I'm more of a laid-back, private guy, so I don't put a whole lot of pictures up but unless it's something inspirational. But personal right. pictures, I don't put up a lot. But I like putting up motivational stuff as well. But that's that's what, I do. that's what I'm doing right now. I'm in the real estate, and I'm doing – I'm tying in with the home inspections. And um, I always, you know, what's, what's most dear to my heart is is – the athletics, you know, like I said, not just football because football took me the furthest, but I played basketball and baseball I was all year round. You know, it kept me out of a lot of trouble athletics, so I, it took me a lot of places too. So I, I definitely believe in athletics. Yeah, well, um, I like you to, you know, we still got a few more minutes, but I like you to talk to like a young, like somebody out there young is like, you know, that you could give some advice to, you know, what would your advice be? Uh, my advice would be, first of all, take care of your books. Because if I didn't take care of my books, I, I couldn't play. My my dad, you know, my dad was a very real strictly on on books because you can only play ball for 
so long. Even if you play the longest career, say somebody like Ray Lewis, you know, played 15, 16 years in the NFL, and he's still a young man in society. You know, he's in his mid-30s, you know, so you still have a long way to go after you, you know, after you play ball. So <clears throat> my first thing is to take care of your books because even if you do make it to the next level, you still have to know how to read your contract. You have to know how to write. You still have to know how to add and subtract, you know, and, and figure out the numbers on your contract. And you still are going to, once again, going to have to speak and handle business outside of athletics. And on to add on to that, you have to stay, you know, a positive attitude outweighs everything. You know, so continue to keep a positive attitude and be respectful in your community, you know, and, and things will take care of themselves one way or the other. I definitely want to listen to them. Make sure to um, they get that address for you because uh, you'll put some things up there on that because me and you are going to start doing some things together. So so they can, um, you put it up on your site, right, Yarp? Yes, sir. Um, I know so you. They, I know you. <laughs> <laughs> you already do it, right, Yarp? You already do it. Yes, sir. I already done Yeah. But again, Yarp, I want to thank you, you know, you for coming on the show and all. Uh, Man, you just, you just make me smile today. Last night, I was, couldn't even sleep. I was so happy. I was, I was trying to call you all day today. Make sure you get on there. But um, uh, I appreciate it. You know I answer the phone. If I don't answer the phone for nobody, I answer the phone for you, love. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Like, my guy Kevin, he was like, oh, I had to leave a message. I'm like, ah. <laughs> but, uh, hey, thanks again, Ryan, for being on the show. You know? Thanks for getting all your knowledge to all the listeners, you know. I'm yes, sure I'm going to get a bunch I, of emails, you know, great emails about it, so. All right, thank you, man. Thank you for having me on on the show, and I look forward, you know, for us doing a whole lot of more things here in the near future and, and forevermore. Yeah. Well, this is Jay Lowe with our former NFL player, Ryan Yarbo, another great show. Until uh, then next week, we'll have a great one, too. That's going to do it for this week's edition of Loving That Sports Talk. But don't worry, James Loving will be back next week, Wednesday at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific, on the Voice America Sports Channel. Get ready to love more sports talk then. And keep in touch with James all week at lovingthatsportstalk at yahoo.com. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Sports Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericasports.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.